0: Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patti Holiday. Hey, y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patti Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. And as promised, uh, if you happen to listen to this Spider Man episode, that we dropped last week. Uh, We talked about Spider-Man no way home and it's a long one, but I mean, this movie deserved every single second that we could put into that episode. (laughs) Um, This one is, we, we, we said that we talked about Hawkeye. We never got around to making a plan to talk about Hawkeye. I think it was always something we were all interested in doing, but life came at us fast this fall and nobody had really had time for it. Um, we got a little bit of time now, so we're going to go ahead and jump in and basically cover the entire Hawkeye series and just talk about now that the finale's out and how we felt about it and all of that good stuff. We're going to give you our impressions, give you give you some talking points. Ashley's going to pull out her handy-dandy Easter eggs because you know she found them. And um, I'll also link all of those blog posts that she has done for you if you want to get really nerdy and deep dive or um, you know, just go back and see what you can find. I also want to give you guys a note uh, based on this whole like who has time for what now. Um, this is probably not going to get really deeply edited. So please bear with us if there's any major issues. Um, the ladies have promised to mute themselves if they have to cough, sneeze, whatever. We're all kind of fighting colds right now. And it is a cold. I tested. It's not COVID Um, because I am that paranoid of a person Uh, my nose has been running for like a week and a half now. And I'm like, wait, could that be, I mean, it could be, but it's not. So yay me. Um, Anywho, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're going to go into a spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Obviously we are talking about everything Hawkeye, but also keep in mind that we may bring up something about Spider-Man or there could be something about other MCU projects um, in this episode Uh, that may have tied back or might have had some other moments. So I just want to throw that out there as a heads up. If you're not ready for that or you're concerned about it, then go ahead and skip, skip this one. Or uh, I will try to remember when I actually put this out in the show notes, I will mention like if we talk about Spider-Man and what if, and Shang-Chi, like I'll I'll try to make notes just uh, of anything that I feel like could be a, really detrimental spoilers. If you want to peep over there and just pull that up and read it real quick. Um, I, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for people. Well, I don't mind being spoiled. I know I'm the weirdo and like everybody else in this world does. <laughs> so um, I respect that. Okay. We have Ashley. We have Julia. If you've listened to any of these episodes over the past year, they are kind of my de facto co-hosts. Um, <laughs> I think every I think every I think every fangirl episode that I did in two thousand twenty one had one or both of these ladies on it. Yay. Look at that guys. You did Yay. you know that you were co-host? <laughs>
1: <Woo>. Love it. <laughs> Welcome Love to it. the podcast.
0: Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> journey. All right. Uh am I leaving it- that was me. To, I don't. Did you guys hear that? I think that was me. Anyway, um, did you, any of you guys have questions, anything I should add on as far as spoilers or whatnot before we start jumping in? Um, any additional thoughts?
1: I think you Hi, covered I, it. I, yep. I think you covered it.
0: All right. So if you were listening, like you feel prepared to like get into the Hawkeye-ness of all things right now. All right. Uh, Ashley, introduce yourself. Julia, introduce yourself. And then let's get going.
1: Hey, friends, I'm Ashley Saunders and I write at my site at withashleyandco.com. I write for CBR.com and you can always find me on Twitter at thatashleyaran talking all types of nerdy things, but especially Marvel. Although, you know, tomorrow, Book of Boba Fett, so I'll probably be switching over to my Star Wars gears. And yeah, I also co host a podcast, The Geek Girls Universe. So come get geeky with me.
0: Oh, Star Wars is going to happen. Like this 2021 was the year of Marvel and uh, 2022. Are we going to be year of Star Wars? I don't know, but Book of depends, Boba Fett. Depends yeah, on release what dates. Right, hold. right.
2: Bring it on.
0: <laughs> I am excited though about Book of Bo- Boba Fett. I know that this is one in the Star Wars fandom. Boba Fett was somebody that um, people had just been waiting for this. Like, long rumored movies and whatnot kept getting canceled and changed and whatever. And so uh, when he showed up in the Mandalorian, Oh, (laughs) spoilers. (laughs) Um, When he showed up in the Mandalorian, I mean, it's been a year. So you haven't seen it by
1: now. The spoiler, the spoiler warning date has passed
0: on that one. I I (laughs) definitely believe in that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, when he showed up last year, everyone lost their minds and I was like, Oh yeah, they've got to finally give us that Boba Fett, whatever. Uh, So I'm excited. I don't, I was never, like, I, I didn't care about Boba Fett. Like, he was fine. Like, I didn't have any feelings one way or the other. Um, however, how it tied in with the Mandalorian, obviously, was very cool. And, you know, my girl ming and I, I love her so much. I will watch anything she ever does from here until the end of Preach. eternity because Preach, yep. Mingna <laughs> is just such a badass. Um I mean, yeah. really, right? Okay. Oh, and like she's the only one that's like she's Disney Princess, Star Wars, Marvel. Like she's just covered everything and she's been phenomenal in all of it. So there's your little minor fangirling of the day <laughs> uh, with my one of my faves. Uh, okay. So Ashley, cool. Julia? Oh, hey, us. guys. I'm Julia.
2: Um, not as cool as Ashley. I don't write a blog. I just am a very big fangirl and – like you have them.
0: a great Instagram. Your stories <laughs> are the best. I am,
2: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I am a, the self-proclaimed number one Tom Hiddleston <laughs> slash Loki stan. Um, because, yes, we, we love all things Loki. We love things, all things T-W-H mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. on this side of the world. So, yeah, you can find me at Queenie11078 on Instagram. Um, a lot of, lot of fun things that happen in stories over there. So, yeah. Um yeah. just excited to be back to talk about Hawkeye, a show that I will be honest, was not super like, we about you know, what I mean, like, I, I, I watched the series, and was like, eh, okay, and then the finale happened. And I was like, Oh, my God, I love the show. This is the best show ever. Oh, my God.
0: Listen, I think <laughs> if we're gonna be like straight up and honest here, what did we get? We got four, we got four or five series from Marvel this year. I can't even Mm -hmm. count them all anymore, but we got, we got five. Okay. So Wanda, um, Loki, uh, Falcon Falcon and the winter soldier. Um, what What if, if? and then Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. And out of those five, when they first announced Hawkeye was probably my like, "Eh." you know, and, and I feel, I mean, the joke is like that he's the worst Avenger or the most boring Avenger or whatever, you know, (laughs) however you want to term it nobody was into Hawk. I don't want to say nobody because there's certainly our fangirls um, out there. Amy who, Albers would Amy like a Albers word. Amy Albers would like a word. I'm aware. I'm aware. Um, our friend Amy, absolutely. She's the Hawkeye has been her man since day one. So this yeah. was, this was right up her alley. But um, anyway, for the most part, he just has kind of like flown mm-hmm. under the radar as far as, you know, how people felt one way or the other about him. He just, No, he was fine, right? And he was Hawkeye. I also have to admit that I kind of felt the same way about Wanda when they first said that she was getting her own show. I, again, nothing against them. I just, you know, wasn't um, particularly excited about it. And then, obviously, as anybody that's listened to us knows, like, Wanda is the moment that everything... Back to
2: something you have always said, Patty. Hmm. In Marvel, we trust.
0: Oh, absolutely, <laughs> we just, absolutely. We just, need
2: the, we trust.
0: That's right.
2: You know, we just have to.
0: <laughs> well, and they continue to like above and beyond me. Like yeah. I, 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 expected, and I did. I expected the Wanda whatever series. I was like, you know what? I know it's going to be fine. I still cannot get over what they did with that. Show. I'm I know.
2: still needing therapy uh, from Wanda. They, <laughs>
0: correct oh my correct God, the
2: finale
1: it's like <laughs> ugly cried i was like oh mm-hmm. why yes.
0: yes 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 well and on that note like i felt the same way about hawkeye hawkeye right yes. it was going to be fine and then from and then the we first it, well and from the first two episodes it was such a ride it was so enjoyable it was so fun it was so much needed i think also at that point in time of everything that's happening as I'm waving my arms around in this world. um, Hawkeye just like fit perfectly into this, this, this place that I needed as far as entertainment was concerned. So I love Hawkeye. I, I enjoyed every single episode. Um, You know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be those annoying people who are like, rank these shows from one to, you know, which one did you like the best? Whatever. I will just say, I will watch Hawkeye again and again. I will watch Wanda. Maybe. I don't know if my heart can take Wanda I again. <laughs> I can't do that one again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, don't um, to I watch Loki skip some all parts. the
2: time.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, Wanda was intense. It was intense. Um, I can watch Loki again and again. I can watch Captain America and, uh, or yeah, Captain America and, um, falcon and the winter soldier and i can watch that again again like i enjoyed all of them um the only one and we talked about this before and i still actually i still haven't gotten there yet but oh, it's on my list shame. especially you'll shame. love this you will love this here's a spoiler <laughs> from spider-man and actually it's not really a spoiler from spider-man so much as it's in the trailer now that's out everywhere so i really don't feel bad about talking about this but this is from um Doctor Strange, uh, the the madness, uh, well, I'm drawing a blank on the multiverse, what, multiverse of, of madness. madness. There we go. Multiverse mm-hmm. of madness, the trailer that's out, right? That was also the stinger at the end of the movie. But that, in that trailer that was out, uh, there is, wh- who is he called? The dark Doctor Strange? Or what's, I mean,
1: I don't know if they've named him, but people have called him dark Doctor Strange, okay. evil Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange doctor strange supreme
0: okay my husband comes home last night he him, and the kids finally went and got to see um spider-man and my kids are like dad's a conspiracy theorist he's got all kinds of crazy stuff going on and i was like what what does what he you know what is he cons-? he was like there was something off about that doctor strange did you see at the end at that that trailer with that you know weird doctor strange and i just started laughing i was like I've already been told we missed out. We have to go back and watch What If? And he was like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, and I was like, too. yep. <laughs> and he was like, I said, it will all be revealed when we watch uh, the rest of What If? And he was like, oh, okay. Well, I was thinking it was. And I was like, I know you, what you were thinking. And that's not Mephesto.
2: <laughs> no. no. Well, what I will say <laughs> I did follow Ashley's advice and did my homework and started watching Daredevil. And I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. See,
1: Patty, you must follow my advice.
0: It's- oh, no, you're not <laughs> wrong. Like, I, I mean, in Marvel, I trust, and Ashley, I trust. She's not steering us <laughs> wrong, right? So, um, a very important PSA. You need a, there's a lot of things to watch when it comes to Marvel, but we, we're, we're throwing in What If and we're throwing in uh, Daredevil. If you happen yes. to skip either one of those once upon a time, um, definitely pick them back up. So, so Julia, so your overall, you were just like okay with Hawkeye until yeah. the end, yeah, you know, I found
2: I found Kate Bishop's character really annoying. Mm. the first few episodes, like I felt like and and so in talking to and actually jump in and tell me if i'm if I was misguided on this, right because i don't I don't read the comment comic uh, books. I rely on you heavily to provide the context for those, but. Um, one of my coworkers was like, yeah, in the comics, like that's her character. She's just yep. annoying. She's an annoying kid, essentially. Um, and so that kind of turned me off. I've always liked Clint uh, or Hawkeye um, because he always, I feel like he always
0: gets the best zingers.
2: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he always indeed. has the funniest <laughs> one-liners. And I he figured-
0: absolutely has got some someone writing some really great points yeah. for him. Yeah. And his absolutely. timing is
2: so good, you know, and, and. His story with with Natasha and just – I've n- I've always been not, like, super fan of Hawkeye, but I, I have a soft spot for him. So, yeah, I wasn't, like – we'd watch it every week, and, and Steve and I would say, eh, I don't know if I want to keep watching it. And then we'd watch it again, and eh, I don't know if I want to keep watching it. You <laughs> know, but what we would, because I'm like, well, I have to know how it ends. I have to right. It ends. right. <laughs> and then the finale happened and tied it all together and – gave us some wonderful, delightful things. And I was like, oh, my God, that was one of the better shows. And it would make me really mad because I'd go on Twitter and they'd be like, oh, Hawkeye's the best show. It's the best one they've come out with this year. It's the be- I'm like, I don't know about that, y'all.
0: You know? Well, I don't think anybody would have been better to- than Loki for you. So no. that, <laughs> you know, he was up against some stiff competition um, <laughs> in that sense. But... Um, I will say I felt like Hawkeye was one of the most, I don't know, relatable or like if you weren't into Marvel Comics a whole lot, this was the one that you could watch and kind of get into the MCU um, because (laughs) it was... It was a very simple premise and it was easy to understand there wasn't too much weird going on. There was enough weird that we, we've we got some new characters who are going to have spinoff um, and we knew that was going on. And there was that again at the end. We finally got a, a, a zinger of some sort, which we can talk about in a little bit, We but we don't know what that means or if that will be addressed Um developed and addressed further later or what, what, what what was all that about? And I'm, I'm referring to Hawkeye's wife. um, And what happened there? Yeah. So, (laughs) so we'll see. Um, But um, I, so I felt like this one again was like the most relatable. Plus it was again, dropping at the right time. It was dropping right during, you know, Thanksgiving, during Christmas, the sea, we were all in that seasonal, you know, festive mood. And I did love throughout this movie, how they, you know, would tie in some Christmas references without being constantly in your face. Like it's Christmas, it's Christmas, it's Christmas. Like I thought they did just enough to officially we can say Hawkeye is a Christmas show. (laughs) (laughs) However, (laughs) however, you know, it wasn't so, you know, it wasn't preachy or anything like that. Um, What appealed to me the most was watching and remembering through this vehicle just how much of a dad Hawkeye is. And even before we knew that he had kids, right, he did Mm -hmm. some dad-like things. And that just as, you know, a parent, that made my little heart get excited. And I was like, "Oh, you know, he's out there saving the world and doing all these crazy things, but he's also, you know, he's a dad and he loves and his a kids great fiercely husband. and an absolutely a great yeah. husband, which by the way, can we give Laura Barton like wife of the year, wife oh of the yeah. century? Like she <laughs> is totally just go with the flow. Like, yep. you know, I mean, she's great. She was, she was great. She was like, I know you're not going to make it. It's fine. Like we, yeah. we got this. It's fine. And I was like, you're not mad even a little bit that they're going to be disappointed. No, nope, She wasn't. She was just like, hmm, you got to do what oh. you got to do. Go yep. do it. So, uh, yeah, I dug, dug it, dug it, dug it. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I like, I liked Hawkeye. It, it was definitely entertaining. My only thing that I think I differ from both of you is the finale. I don't know. It didn't do what I wanted, but I think it's because I had in my head, I wanted, I wanted to be left on a major cliffhanger and I wanted to get that you know, end slate that says season Mm -hmm. two, a Hawkeye is coming. And they did not give that to us. Now, are they fools for not having a season two? I think so. (laughs) I think we definitely need a season two of Hawkeye. However, they're not ready to announce it yet. Or maybe they haven't been able to lock down contracts or maybe they're just not going to do it. I don't know what the answer is, but um i was disappointed in that and i think that that probably led to my overall disappointment of the finale is for some weird reason i was like oh okay
1: but, but to be to be fair i think it's a lot of that like they haven't nailed it down officially but marvel's official account also called it the season finale and not the series finale not the finale. series
0: finale right exactly so
1: i think the plan is to make another season and i mean Honestly, in the comics, Hawkeye is her mentor, which is what they've set up in this show. So I think that would be the season two, mm-hmm, him teaching yeah. her how to be Hawkeye and to take his place. Yep. So yep. and that, they kind of tease that right at the end of this episode in, uh, of the finale. So there's, yeah. there's right, little right. there's baby cliffhangers, not like there's, massive ones. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and trust me, I actually really love when things get wrapped up. <laughs> so I also liked you know, for, for the most part, things kind of got wrapped up. So anyway, it just, that that was my only negative, but I think it was just because I had in my head and my heart so much. Oh, and I wanted Daredevil to show up. He didn't show up. You know, I wanted, um, even Spider-Man to have shown up would have been amazing just because the tree and everything was like right there for us. The, the Rockefeller Center tree was right there and that didn't happen either. Trust me, they gave us plenty of other great stuff, so it's like teeny tiny minor complaints. Um, but I will say that my first impression of the finale was more like I don't want to say disappointment, just, oh, okay. Well, that was, that was good. Making- I really liked that. You know, instead of like, oh my gosh, it was yeah. amazing. You know, that's I didn't. Um, so favorite moments. Oh, Ashley, I didn't ask you. What did you what's your overall <laughs> impression?
1: Um, so kind of like you guys, I didn't. Hawkeye wasn't my most anticipated show out of all the ones announced, um, and Wandavision really wasn't either. Only because I was like, "What exactly are they doing with that show?" And then that oh, right, and they made mind. it...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the get-go, though, they said this is going to be unlike it's gonna anything be weird. anybody's ever was. seen, and it was. Yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. good. So yeah,
1: <laughs> so I'm. I'm also not a Clint Barton hater. I know everyone like it's like a personality trait to hate Hawkeye and hate Clint Barton. Um, But I don't have that trait. I actually like him. I like him because he's, he's the most realistic hero, right? Like out of all of them, he's really just a guy that happens to be in shape and he's incredible with his bow and arrow.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 None of this makes sense. (laughs) None of this (laughs) makes sense. Exactly. He's
1: (laughs) not a God. Like, Exactly. Like in Age of Ultron, when his really, his self-loathing like really comes out, where he's like, it doesn't (laughs) make sense. I've got a bow and arrow, we're fighting robots, whatever. Like, let's just make it work. And when you step out that door, you're an Avenger. And And don't,
0: don't correct me if I'm wrong, but so far in the MCU, I'm sure comic book Clint has some different backstory, but so far in the MCU, we don't have any info on him other than being a shield agent or part of shield or he recruited Natasha you know yada 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 but um we don't know like how Clint became Clint like i read somewhere i i read somewhere i read on ashley's blog cuz let's be honest <laughs> that's the extent of my 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 reading knowledge um that you mentioned um some history of him in the in the um In the comics, uh, like with losing his hearing and that he's actually deaf in the comics. And then he gets his hearing back because comics, I think that's your exact line. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I know that like there is a back there are backstories out there, whatever. But in the MCU, we haven't seen that yet. All we know is the basics is that he's had this long career over 20 years of being this badass guy who's, um, you know, out there doing things for his country and saving the world. Right. And so I'm not wrong there. Like I haven't missed any, you know, moment of him having a conversation. Just want to make sure like, (laughs) yes, to the best of our knowledge, that's literally all Clint was, was some guy who had this amazing talent and has learned to put it to good use.
1: Yeah. And and I think that's what makes him, uh, when we interviewed Kevin Feige for Hawkeye, you know, he was talking about the series and how, you know, we had, Chaos magic and we had the multiverse and we had geopolitical landscape, what if was obviously a whole nother uh beast. But then here you have Hawkeye, and it's a very grounded series because he's a grounded character. And I do love how in the finale Kate points out she's like, Look, you jumped off of a building and you couldn't fly, and that was amazing to me watching you as a little girl. Like, you're a real hero. Because you have nothing to protect you, you know, you're not Mm -hmm. Steve Rogers, you're not Iron Man, you're not Thor. You know, you're just a dude with a bow, you know, a string and some arrows. And I just, I'm glad that he finally got this series to kind of show off to all the haters who love to hate on him that he's important too. And yeah, he's Mm -hmm. totally the dad. Like Natasha's the mom, he's the dad (laughs) of the Avengers (laughs) And that was the other thing, you know, this is what I love about Marvel. And we've talked about this before the little, like the plan and how they have planned out everything so meticulously, literally that moment in age of Ultron with Wanda, where he was encouraging her. That was the seed to bring to fruition here in this Hawkeye series so many years later. And I was just like, Oh my God, I love it. Mind blown. I just love how they plan this stuff. And, so you're not like, oh, this came out of left field. Hawkeye's not a mentor. He's not a dad. He's been the dad and the mentor the whole time.
0: All the time. The whole time. Yep. Agreed. So
1: I, I was happy with the series. I, I want to see more um kate is annoying in the comics she is that teenage girl or younger girl who's just like oh my god but like i can do this and i can do that and i'm the greatest you know archer in the world it's like who
0: told you that yourself (laughs) (laughs) i I liked her she didn't annoy me um she She didn't annoy me either um, but I, I think a, that also goes along with like where I am in my life. I am are surrounded by teenagers who are just like that. I mean, they're <laughs> you know the greatest archers of the world, but they definitely think they're the greatest everything. And um, so right. I recognized that in her and was like, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> she was perfectly per- like Haley nailed it. She oh was yeah, perfect as just perfect oh my god and her and yelena together oh just i love it i need more of that yeah we'll
0: We'll, we we will get there because that definitely deserves (laughs) like a whole conversation um okay so quickly in episodes one and two do you have any key things key easter eggs key moments anything that you want to throw out for discussion um that we should be pointing out to people who maybe just aren't as familiar with it or weren't sure what they were watching or weren't, you know, did, did the whole Patty thing, which is, I know that's probably important. I don't know why it's important, but maybe they'll explain it to me later or Ashley will anyway. <laughs> um, was there anything that you can call back to in the first couple of episodes?
1: Um, So episode one was when we got, I, I love the opening of episode one because it was the flashback to 2012 Avengers. And mm-hmm, but from mm-hmm. Kate's perspective, And I know people want to give them crap for how the Stark Tower wasn't damaged exactly right. But that building that Kate lives in is in the original Avengers. I was watching it on the airplane and I was like, oh, there it is. There's her building. Oh, that's wild. (laughs) I was like, I love it. Um, uh, I don't know if there's anything that like super, super stuck out. I do like the whole hearing aid and how they kind of brought that aspect of Clint's comic history into it and how they explain it. I think in episode two, why he doesn't have his hearing.
0: Yeah. And I, and I, I appreciated that too, because it was reality. I mean, if you are somebody again, not a super soldier, not, you know, a God, not anything special, no offense, Clint Barton, (laughs) but you're a 40 something early 50 something dad that would be reality is you would absolutely be losing your hearing with Mm -hmm. all of the things that you're doing. And so I, I appreciated that, you know, just from that perspective and I had no backstory or no, I didn't know where we were going with echo. I didn't know anything about her. So I didn't know that that was also going to kind of tie in together here. And, um, and I wasn't aware of Clint's comic book background where he was deaf at some point. So this was a, 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 pleasant surprise just from that very basic as a, you know, casual fan, fan, fan girl, um, watching this go, Oh, that's, that's realistic. And I love it. Like I'm down with Mm -hmm. that. Like I, I, he does a plenty of other amazing things. So give him a little bit of reality to deal with. And that was something that, you know, as an adult, he's having to learn to overcome and to work through the loss of his hearing. And, um, the, the moment, that got me, like, punched me in the gut was when um, he's on the phone with his son. Oh and, my gosh! I and know. he doesn't doesn't have his hearing aid, and um, so Kate is hearing it all as you know she's standing there, she's writing, you know, furiously telling him basically what his son is saying. Because think about that. I mean, that's something that you know in this day and age. And he was, and he even said, you know, hey, buddy, is there any chance you could text me? You know, mm. and and. Anyway, it was just very heartbreaking and, and sweet at the same time. But I loved that that again, like a little bit of dose of reality going on with our superheroes. I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I liked it.
1: No, I, I agree. Um,
2: um, the other big say, oh, sorry. episode one, the levity that we need. Rogers the musical. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Rogers the musical was
0: i was screaming don't, the entire time laughing. I
1: just got that song out of my head. Now you're no, back no, in there. Like, I'm already like, oh, don't sing, do don't sing it, don't sing it.
0: Yes, let me tell you. Between I can do this all day and we don't talk about Bruno, no, um, no, yes, no. Um, switching Constant to Encanto. Mm-hmm, those are the two like theme tracks that are going on in my head nonstop, all day, every day. And it does. It just flips off between the two of them because- there's some bops, man. Um, yep. I, I loved that they did it. I loved that they committed to it. I loved that it was ridiculous and that Ant Man was <laughs> that Ant yes. was there. You know who wasn't there? That guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> I loved all of it. And so, yes, we have to talk about Rogers the musical. Um, they also brought it back for our finale uh end credit scenes. We got the oh, entire nice song. Baby. Yeah, yeah, we I got was the entire like, song. Yes. Please. And I'm going to repeat this. I know I mentioned it maybe on Twitter, but um, there's a discussion about it. Look, I think this show that Disney is just stupid. If they do not figure out a way to get like three or four songs out of this idea, put it together, and do a 20, 30 minute show. At the Hyperion Theater, yes, in Disney California Adventure, because with you, uh huh, -hmm. Julia, you—I don't think you've have you been out to Adventure's campus yet? Not yet, but okay, in February. Okay, okay, I I was like, I don't think you've been out there yet, but Mm -hmm. Ashley and I both have, and the way it's set up, it honestly it just makes sense it's like kind of it's right there and you have the uh, why not turn that into you have now have this
2: right like they had the different loki's showing up every week yeah oh yeah Um, Yeah. i mean i love
1: it oh my god girl you're gonna have a whole moment (laughs) like i did i was just like standing there like oh my god this is this is home
0: yeah they they've they (laughs) they tied in like all of these shows Kate Bishop started meeting and greeting um that, uh, Hawkeye's been around for a long time at DCA but Kate Bishop and Hawkeye were together um I don't know if they're still out there currently at this time but they were you know during the um the run of the show and um it just would make so much sense and would be so hilarious and be so cheesy and so fun like it would be well, Disney World has kite tails where we go and just like die laughing over these kites that just crash into the seats I need that kind of levity and joy of ridiculousness we really in, this, do. in this Broadway theater musical whatever happening at the Hyperion like well, that's I, what I need
2: it needs to be like you know the busted Avengers doing the show too right? Oh, like, totally so, so, the, so the, the, the universal Actors, Avengers yeah <laughs> yeah Yes, because, you know, the Broadway, the, when, when they showed it at the end of, on the finale, I was laughing so hard at how awful. Like,
0: oh, no, it's been, it is. No, the costume is purposely awful. Like, all of so it good. is just cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. And it would be, I, I mean, I just have these dreams of, like, going and watching that show and then walking out. And when you're at Avengers Campus, um, the characters spend a lot of time walking across this upper level. And a lot of people down below, like yell up at them and have conversations, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, I need people to like harass them about the show that's happening down the street and ask them if they've gone to see it yet and what they thought about it and all of that. <laughs> it's just so great. But um, yeah, so that's my vote. I know Marvel is listening. I know Disney is listening. And Obviously. if you guys, they and truthfully, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. They may have thought about this from the moment that they conceived the idea of having this Broadway show on Hawkeye, they might've also said, and then we'll put it in. I mean, they, this may already be like, you know, a planned thing. Right. And so it's not right. like I'm going to get credit for it, but if they don't do it, I will be so disappointed because they should. Yeah. And because now it's made two appearances, right? It's yes. It's made an appearance in Hawkeye uh, and it's yeah. made an appearance in Spider-Man. Like, yep. 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 It's a thing. Like, let's it leave. It is totally obsessed. a thing. It is totally we a
2: thing. We I.
0: We absolutely. I want a playbill. I want to walk through and I want to pick up a playbill for this. So yes yeah. Yes. So or yes. pay for one because you know it's Disney, so they'll probably well, charge yeah, um,
1: <laughs> I'll pay for it. It's fine. Just give it to me. Yeah. Um
0: so yeah, no, Rogers the Musical was great. Episode uh episode one. Uh we asked yeah. for it, they gave it to us. It was fabulous. Um so
1: I guess the big you said like the thing that I got excited about. It was definitely the watch which we did get a little bit, some pieces of it throughout the rest of the series. And then the finale was when we got the big reveal. as to who the watch belongs to.
0: And who does the watch belong to? And what does it mean? Go ahead and tell us. It belongs
1: to Laura. And so (sighs) the thing is, in the comics, Hawkeye's ex-wife was Mockingbird. She wasn't named Laura Barton, but she was Mockingbird. We have seen a Mockingbird already. In agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, this is where the argument hit online. Is Agents of, agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. canon, yes or no? It's, it's a no. Like, they've said it's not. Like, it's made by Marvel, but it's not Marvel Studios. And yes, at one point, it kind of flowed, but then it didn't. So you gotta let it
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: as far as canon, you can enjoy the show, but it doesn't fit within the timeline. Um, but anyways... So there was a Mockingbird on the show and she was agent 19, Bobby Morse. So the back of this watch had the shield logo
0: and it hadn't the number 19. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So in the show, was she called Mockingbird? Did I miss that? Uh, I mean, it's been so- a long time since I saw, especially anything with Bobby in it. Cause that she's, she was gone, you know, for a long time. Um, but I just don't remember that terminology happening in the show.
1: Okay, so I will fully admit that I never finished Agents okay. of Shield because I just I love these shows because these shows follow my movies and they fit nicely within the plan.
0: Right, right, right. It was, <laughs> so I mean, it, it of was Shield is not my y- thing. Yeah, no, it was definitely different the way they chose to treat this one. So yeah, no, I get that. But um interesting. I'll have to go see. Cause I just don't remember Bobby like having definitely not having that tie in because they, that, but that also may have been a choice that they were making at the time to not tie her into Clint. Right. So. Right.
1: So it says 19, it confirms that Laura probably used to be mockingbird. Right. And okay. that she retired from it when they decided to start a family. And honestly, it makes sense. I know some people thought it came out of left field, but kind of like Clint being a dad, He's been a father figure for a while. Laura, as you were saying, she gets wife of the year, right? She literally mm-hmm. goes with the flow, but it explains why she's so understanding of him constantly in and out, disappearing, fighting the world. Yeah. She gets fantasy. it. Yeah. It's because she used to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. I also so, read somewhere too. And I went back and watched it yesterday um, on age of Ultron when they first go to Clint's um, farmhouse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they walk in and start, takes a look at Laura and says, she's an agent. Or says something about Laura being an agent. And it's oh, a great really? line that he says.
1: He does. A, he also calls the kids agents too. Yeah. My husband was like, he said she's an agent. I was like, well, he also said the kids are agents. I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, they might be. You don't they know. They might be. You never know. <laughs> They're just playing dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I guess the big reveal of episode one was the watch, which, you know. It did turn into something. It wasn't Mephesto. Yay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, episode two, anything stand out offhand?
1: Episode two was great because this is where we get our first Kate Clint, like, real interactions, mm-hmm. um, which I just, I loved. I loved how she's like, oh, like, we're going to pick up supplies, and, like, you know, do some scouting. And he's like, yeah, no, we're getting Advil and, like, some bandages. <laughs> 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 um. It, that cracked me up, honestly. And then like him um duct taping the like <laughs> mixed drink frozen packs onto his joints. I was like oh, yeah. Whoa, relatable.
0: <laughs> but, well, I mean literally from the thing. Superheroes, that he, they're yeah. just like us. They're just yeah, like basically. us. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. As crazy as Rogers the musical was and how hilarious it was, I think the LARPer scene in this episode might have been funnier <laughs> oh only God. because when they would zoom out and you'd hear the like, like the really like dramatic medieval music. And then you'd zoom back into Clint. And he's just like, Oh my God, smack, smack. What? I just, am, give me my
0: suit. Yes. How I howled when I realized like he was going to have to be a larver. I thought that was the <laughs> funniest thing. And then I gave him credit for like not mocking them and not being a jerk about it. And just being like, <laughs> all right, like I'm here for a purpose. I'll play along. I'm not even gonna tell y'all how stupid and ridiculous this is. Like, you know, I'll just do it. But I did laugh, you know, what's your name? What's your email? Classified. You know, (laughs) it was just like,
1: (laughs) it was, it was so good. That whole, it was great. It was great. Sequence. I, I could have used another LARPer sequence. You know, we got more Rogers musical. I could've used more LARPing. Well we got LARPing a, specifically. Well, though. I was
0: gonna say we got a little and, and we got a promise of LARPing. That's how they got their costumes because they were yes. they they did get the LARPers to like buy in and make them costumes, but uh, we also got a little bit at the end, the LARPers showed up to kind of help save the day. And so yes, yes. they also made me laugh how they were like, unintentionally. Yes. <laughs> the best. And, and, and that they, they, they went and they changed their clothes, you know, yes, into their I LARPing love, everything. I loved it even though like two of them were cops and one of them was a fireman it's not like you know they were just like total civilians right but they were like we need our costumes to do this people aren't I mean to
1: let's us. all right we're all extra here on this podcast <laughs> i mean if we have a chance to fight with the avengers i'm not doing it in my jeans i'm totally going to go get one That's of my right. like-
0: you know it. And be you know like,
1: it. all right, I'm ready.
0: <laughs> you know it. You know it. So, again, relatable. Um, so maybe Hawkeye is just the most relatable of all the stories so far that we can all get down with. Right. Um, all right. So that was the second one, LARPing. Uh, three and four. What did we think about three and four?
1: I was going to say we also got our la- our first shot of Echo, Maya Lopez, in mm-hmm. that last episode, in episode two. So, which was very exciting because she, we already knew she was coming. She ties in of course, to her own show. She ties in the daredevil who spoiler was in Spider-Man and it was exciting just to see all of that. Um, so episode three picks up with Maya's story. So we see her as a little girl. Um, there's a reference to Shang-Chi in her childhood stuff. Um, and then In the comics, her father works for Kingpin. Kingpin has her father killed. He, of course, doesn't take the blame for that. He actually blames Daredevil. He trains Maya to be this like super killer assassin. She's deaf as well in the comics as well as in the show. And she confronts Daredevil and Daredevil's like, it wasn't me. It was Kingpin. He convinces her it was Kingpin. And then, of course, she turns on Kingpin. So that's her little like backstory. Now, this was where everybody started going, are we going to actually get Kingpin? Because she's in this, what is it, like the dojo. She's doing a karate lesson as a little girl. And we see this big, like, dude who takes up 99% of the frame, but you don't see his face. You just see that he's wearing white, which is Kingpin's, like, signature, you know, suit color. And this big old, like, meaty hand, like, touches her cheek, like, I'm so proud of you kind of thing. And, you know everybody lost it cause they're like oh it's kingpin it has to be kingpin <laughs> and i was like it has to be but man after wandavision i always like i always get excited and then i'm like wait wait no i'm not gonna get excited
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah they did me dirty mm-hmm. um they did me dirty but there were so many references to him right fat man auto repair he's constantly referred to as the big guy it's like come on it's got to be him also vincent d'onofrio was totally trolling fans on twitter with like super um like deep dive references to his character in his tweets and i was like oh you you're you're something sir
0: (laughs) no i have a question so kingpin uh is only in daredevil in other words if you want to know why people are so like hyped up over Kingpin and you're not going to go read comics, you need to go watch Daredevil.
1: You should definitely watch Daredevil. He's also in Spider-Verse. It's not obviously the same. Person,
0: oh right, 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 right. But right, if right, you right. want to
1: just get more like character knowledge Yeah, Spider Verse is a good a good spot too because he obviously deals with Spider Man in the comics as well. But yeah, no, it's Vincent D'Onofrio is playing him in this show, and that's who also plays him in Daredevil. In Daredevil, he's really
2: good in Daredevil. Yeah,
1: and he's slightly, I will say this MCU version because Daredevil is technically not also canon anymore. But um, this MCU version of Kingpin is actually more comic accurate, so
0: that's very exciting. But yeah, no, okay.
1: he's, he's phenomenal in both. So totally watch Daredevil.
0: Okay. And it was like, episode yeah. three that we got the whole car chase scene and all the cool arrows, right?
1: Yes. So we see, you know, the 1970s Dodge Challenger. That's from the comics. That's another thing I loved about this particular show. It if you're interested in reading the comics, go get the complete series by Matt Fraction. Because the visuals in the show, it was, like, pulled right out of the panels. Of mm. coloring, everything. This shot in the car. It's just... It was so cool. I loved, I love the tracksuit bros. I think they're hilarious.
2: Oh my gosh. The trust of bros. They are hilarious. When the I one dude
1: them. is asking about like, you know, girlfriend advice and how that like came back around in the finale, I was dying. It was like, Oh, <laughs> like, look, like, well, I have you here. I just really, like, really thank you. Like we talked it out. My girlfriend and I, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so
0: hilarious. Well, every time they would say bro, I was bro, laughing. I bro. mean, just every time. And, yeah. So in the comics, are they, I mean, is tracksuit mafia, is that the comic book accurate thing? Yes. Or was that, okay. Because yes. at first when they said that, I was laughing because I just thought it was like a one-off joke. And then it no. continued <laughs> on. And so I was like, okay, so this is probably like an actual official thing.
1: Yeah, it's tracksuit mafia or tracksuit Dracula's, and yes, and they and they do say bro a lot. So I think that's where the whole like tracksuit bro, trust a bro,
0: trust a bro, yeah, trust a bro.
1: <laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious. Um, there's of course an emotional scene where Hawkeye tells Maya that he knows Ronan is dead because Black Widow killed him, and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh-huh, Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame tear, um as you mentioned his hearing aid gets knocked out and crashed and yes this is where we start to see some trick arrows and kate's like you should have labeled them like what is going on um the pemtech arrow was probably my favorite <laughs> he, sh- he shoots that and this t- arrow becomes giant it just like impales the trust of bro truck i was like oh my god yes and then he has a usb arrow which that was my husband's favorite joke because then she mentions like needing a dongle arrow and I was like, you're such a nerd. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> um, Kazi has, is warning Maya not to go after Hawkeye or Ronan because, you know, the uncle, uncle's going to get mad. Uncle is another reference to Kingpin. And I love the suit Kate is drawing for Clint. Like that's totally his comic book Mm -hmm. suit, which looks ridiculous. Cause Mm -hmm. don't they all right. Mm -hmm. But I love how each show has kind of brought, brought back those original looks. So in Loki, it was old man. King Loki was wearing it, you know, Wanda that was Halloween. I was like, Oh my God, I love please. Yes. Please continue to work these into the show. They're hilarious. And then it ends with Jack using the Ronin sword and holding Clint you know, kind of at bay because they've broken into her mom's house to try to figure out what's going on on the tracksuit and Jack. And they learn about this, you know shat. what is it? Shadow Company? What do they call those? Shadow. I feel like it's Shell Company. Shell. There you go. I was like, it starts with an S. S -S H. (laughs) So yeah, the Shell Company, Sloan Limited. And then we end on the sword shot.
0: So I knew Jack was going to be something different than he was. And I was pleasantly surprised that in the end. Delighted. You know, he was just this, you know, he just likes swords, man. And <laughs> he's fine. Like he's, there's no nefarious, at least thus far. There's nothing nefarious mm-hmm. or whatever about Jack. Um, I like that. I called it early on. I was like, the mom's bad. Like she did something
1: Oh, for sure. You know, so
0: I was pretty sure she was involved with that guy who died. Um, who again, like that's never brought up again until she gets arrested. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was, uh, Jack was like the most pleasant little surprise out of all of this. Oh, oh my gosh. Can we also talk about the kid? Um, the kid actor, he's like, what is Is easy? Jack's. Matthew. Oh,
1: Armand, the like sixth or oh something. My God, yes.
0: I oh. <laughs> Look, I get really picky with kid actors. I don't. Sometimes they're just they just don't do it for me. This kid had me howling, and I was like, "All right, I see you." Like, we need to see more of this. Um, but I loved him in Armand's like uh, or J- Jack's interactions uh, because. <laughs> Jack was such a child about it all. It was funny. Uh, what was that? Was that in the fi- finale? I think that was in the yeah. Finale. That
1: was the that was the final episode. With yeah. the wine collection.
0: Yes, yes, it was hilarious. Yeah. Also, I,
1: we haven't touched on it, but the dog. I love, 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 love Lucky the pizza dog and. I'm here for the MCU pet supremacy that has to be coming. If they can make an animated Warner Brothers super pets, we can have an MCU. super pets. I'm
0: just saying. Look, I don't need all that. Um, I, and I love dogs I do. and I love pets, but I don't need all that. Um, I appreciated it. And again, I appreciated like the reality of it all that like twice Clint and um, Kate would like be reminded, oh, we got to go walk the dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was just, it was continually brought up the fact that, uh, this dog actually needs our attention and we can't just ignore it. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I, again, the reality based, I guess I was, I like, I like when Marvel gets weird, but I also was kind of needing some grounded Marvel in my life. And this is the show gave it to me. So uh, the dog is adorable though. Uh, really cute, really cute. And eating all the pizza. I'm not sure what that's about. Cause my dog would not eat. I'm, and my dog eats oh, anything, but my dog loves pizza. pizza. My no, dog not loves, mine.
1: loves, like it's like her favorite meal
0: that's hilarious so yeah
1: no i loved um in the comic actually the dog plays a a bigger role you see the dog more there's actually a whole um like like episode of the comics or whatever issue of the comics that it's from the dog's point of view which i thought (laughs) i I wanted to see like even in a post credit of this one i wanted to see like point of view from the dog (laughs) but maybe we'll get it in season two
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Well, if there's a season two, they better give us one. Um, okay, what are we up to? That was four. Yep. So now we're in we're five on. and six. No, we're on four. We're, oh, we're on we're four. Just, okay.
1: So yeah, so in four, you know, we have the conversation between Eleanor and Clint where she's like, you know, Kate's just a kid and you shouldn't get her involved. Um, Clint texts, texts Laura asking her to run Sloan LTD. And Eleanor leaves a message to someone asking for them to call her immediately. So we don't know who that is. Like, who is she calling? Obviously, she's been suspicious since the beginning, and she continues to be suspicious. Laura finds out that Sloan LTD is actually a tracksuit mafia front, and their boss is Jack. Interesting. Laura also asked Clint about the Rolex, that watch that we saw in episode one. Clint thought it was destroyed years ago, but Laura isn't convinced. This was obviously another nod. We were like, is she going to actually be revealed to be mockingbird? And last we said, she was. Um, (laughs) Clint wants to talk to Jack. That Thanos was right mug popped up. There was also a reference in the first episode. People out there think Thanos was right. And as we know from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there are people who would probably agree that Thanos should have just let The Avengers should have just left the destruction caused by Thanos.
0: Look, not to, you know, bring reality into all of this, but right now (laughs) I'm kind of leaning towards Thanos being right. Because... Listen, well. <laughs> I am I am so tired of how this whole pandemic thing is playing out. And uh maybe Thanos was right. Maybe we would have been better off with <laughs> half of us already gone because it's just getting ridiculous. Bless it. Off Girl, my I mean. soapbox. But okay. <laughs> uh let's keep going.
1: <laughs> um one of the fun things that happened in this episode is Clint shows Kate what he can do with a quarter. So the coin flicking that's also awesome from ah, right. the comics. She's practicing. It reminded me a lot of when Scott Lang was in house arrest and had to do the magic tricks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which then rubbed off on Agent Jimmy Woo. and he told totally terrible Agent Wu. some Woo. magic in mind <laughs> vision. So I love it. we love to see that kind of stuff. Um Kate figures out that Clint is Ronan. So up until now, no one's known of, other than Laura who Ronan is. Oh, I guess I'm Nat because she knew it, she knew everything. But those were the only two people that knew that Hawkeye and Ronan were the same person. So now Kate has figured it out. Um, they go visit the LARPers <laughs> hey Larpers, <laughs> to get their trick arrows back because right. they're in like a, you know, a compound, a... storage area with the police. Clint confronts Kazi saying like, y'all better back off. You know it's going to get ugly. You need to stop. There's actually a Star Wars um... (laughs) So everybody knows there's a Star Wars Christmas album, right? And if you don't, there's a Star Wars Christmas album. Yes, it's as ridiculous as it sounds. However, (laughs) the LARPers as you know are huge nerds and you can hear a song that features C-3PO playing in the scene where he is at Grills' house.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: <laughs> and I was like, wow, deep dive nerve uh, moment there. But it made me laugh. Um, he does tell her that the watch belongs to someone he worked with who is no longer in the game. So there we go. There's another there go. hint. Mm-hmm. And... We get Yelena. Yelena enters the scene on the rooftop. You've got Maya attacking Kate while Clint's fighting Yelena. And there's even a nod to Spider-Verse here because Haley Steinfeld voices Gwen Stacy Mm
2: -hmm. in Spider-Verse.
1: And Clint figures out that it's a Black Widow assassin that's after him because she's got the stingers. And obviously, having been around Nat for so many years, he knows what a Black Widow assassin moves and fights like and we got our first shot at Yelena and everybody was like oh my
2: god Yelena love her which we all knew that was again one oh, as of soon the as little, i saw the, worst the kept secrets but yes. yeah seriously really was <laughs> but it was still exciting cuz you knew we were going to get some really good comedic lines
1: yeah it was funny cuz every time they would interview um, Jeremy Renner and they would ask about Florence Pugh he'd be like who <laughs> Yelena <laughs> who <laughs> oh, you mean that person in Black Widow? Oh, yeah, no, I don't know her. You know. <laughs> he did a better job than some others keeping secrets about
0: <laughs> I don't know. Look, you have to give Andrew Garfield. I think he's still denying that he is in that movie. So <laughs> you need to give him his Oscar. I'm not, not saying th-
1: for him. I'm saying the other ones that were like, yeah, I'm in Spider-Man. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I I'm just gonna put this out here. Just again, you guys are getting all kinds of hot takes from me, but if Andrew Garfield is not nominated and doesn't win for tick-tick boom. I am going to just have to cancel the Oscars. I'm sorry, but he was this, just this is
1: Patty's super villain origin story. This is exactly right how it exactly. <laughs> this is
0: I will Love boycott that. all uh all award ceremonies from here on out if Andrew does not get recognized for the work he has done. He's just amazing. <clears throat> Anywho, Okay. Uh, (laughs) I love him. (laughs)
1: Okay. So episode five. This was the best
0: episode. I'm like clapping my hands like that Snow White gif (laughs) where she's like, that's me. This was so much fun and it was so great. And again, this is all because of Florence Pugh. I mean, her and uh, Haley's, combination and their conversations and their chemistry and this discussion, this should be the future. This should be the buddy up. I mean, they're just as good to me as, um, as, uh, a <laughs> uh, Falcon and the winter soldier, as far as they're like, you know, back and forth thing together, mm-hmm. like these two were so great. And then I read that a lot of that, was somewhat improvised and somewhat is just because they connected so well. Some of the things that like Florence would throw out, Haley was able to just pick up and run with it. And it just worked. The macaroni scene will forever live live in Marvel (laughs) infamy. (laughs) It was the best.
1: (laughs) We love to see it. Um, This one also is like really sad, at least in the beginning because they start out with, you can overhear the dialogue from Black Widow. So if you haven't watched Black Widow, Marvel told you to watch Black Widow, you should have watched Black Widow. That's my soapbox moment for this. Um, Mm -hmm. So we hear them talking about it. It's 2018. Yelena has broken into another widow's house to cure her with the antidote. They discuss, you know, helping people being finally being reunited with her sister. She goes to the bathroom and she's dusted. Instantly it's five years later the graphics here. I love how the shows are exploring more about the snap and Mm -hmm. what it felt like for the people that came back. Mm -hmm. You know, we got it in WandaVision with Monica waking up in the hospital where her mother had since died since she'd been snapped away, which God, that was awful. And then you've got this where Yelena comes out thinking it's still 2018 and it's not. And she finds out that her sister's dead. And, it was, just, oh, it was heartbreaking. Her face. I was like, Oh my God. Marvel, it was, stop. yeah,
0: it was really well done. how just in that exact same, it's a moment later, you know, and, and that I think like sinks in and kind of hits everybody with just how quickly those people's lives had to be adjusted and accounted for. Um, the ones that obviously were left behind dealt with, one level of trauma. And then Mm. here we are with the other people who she was like, I was just in the bathroom for like 10 seconds. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) What do you mean? It's five years later. (laughs) So my sister's
1: dead. Yeah. and my
0: Yeah. I mean, and yeah, exactly. And it, it was just, it was, it was really, again, well done. They thought through that moment and what it would be like, and then gave it to us, which is, um, I think one of those things that a lot of us had questions about it and wondered what it was like and, you know, everything. And um, so I, yeah, I appreciated that moment. It was a very important moment. Yeah,
1: I agree. So, and then we're in the present day, Clint has told Kate that their partnership is over. He's trying to keep her safe, right? Because to him, she's like five years old and he doesn't want to see her get hurt. Um, she's really upset, but she does tell her mother that they discovered Jack as a CEO of, of that shell company and eleanor promises she'll look into it Kazi tells maya let's stop doing this but okay cool we'll kill ronan but we really need to stop because uncle will want us to stop so there's uncle's presence looming over again this whole thing who is that guy kate returns to her apartment and yelena is waiting for her and they have a great conversation over a nice dinner of box mac and cheese I just want to know, did she use milk half and half when she like, you know, mixed it together? You know, we all have our little like ways of making box mac and cheese taste better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that whole interaction which leads into the finale when the two of them are together and the whole stop making me like you (laughs) like, Oh God, I love, I love them together.
0: Yeah, no, they were great. And, and again, just brilliant casting all around as always everything in Marvel. um, The casting directors are the unsung heroes because Uh, yes, give them all the
1: laurels. (laughs) Honestly, like
0: none of this, uh, you know, we wouldn't be constantly talking about, this fandom in the MCU, if it wasn't for these casting choices that they continue to knock out of the park. And so we appreciate it. And honestly, how good is Florence Pugh? Like how good is she in everything, but she really is just absolutely amazing. But, uh, but yes, I'm with you. I'm, I'm team. Like I will never not stop wanting more. Of Kate and Yelena together. So let's make that happen. Yes, please.
1: Um, Here's a little nod to Spider-Man in this scene because Yelena wants to go do things, right? She's in New York City for the first time. And after she kills Clint, she needs sightsee, clearly, (laughs) as one does, right? Uh, She wants to see the Empire State Building, the new and improved Statue of Liberty, which is the same one we see in Spider-Man No Way
0: Home. But you know, the funny thing is this this episode came out, uh, what, a week before Spider-Man came out, maybe two weeks before. I think it's only a week, a week before Spider-Man came out. And I clocked her comment about the new and improved Statue of Liberty. I really did. And in my head, <laughs> I still feel like 25 years ago was just yesterday myself, like snap. But I remember going to the Statue of Liberty before it underwent like this big... Re, not reconstruction, but um, update, cleaning, whatever. So I went and I was probably not one of the last people, but I was definitely um, in the last realm of of tourists at the time who were able to go all the way up to the top and go through the crown. And I don't believe you can do that anymore, at least for a period of time. I know it was not allowed specifically be- after nine eleven, like for a long period of time. I don't know how much I'm not up to date on my (laughs) New York tourism information, but um, I thought that that was no longer available. Like you can only go up to a certain level now and then they turn you around and they make you go back down. But I actually got to go up into the ground. So when I heard that, that was what I clicked to is I was just like, well, you know, maybe if she's never been to New York before, and I don't know, maybe she's like harking back to like, Early two thousands, I, I didn't know what that meant. So, but I did hear it, and then when I saw the new and improved Statue of Liberty in Spider Man, I howled because I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I see what they're doing." And and here's the thing: is I really again the synergy and what they do between connecting things. They did a lot to connect these two shows without straight up connecting these two shows, right? Like we didn't get the obvious of a Spider-Man swinging through while they're having their fight (laughs) um, at Rockefeller Center, right? Um, But both images were portrayed in the movie as well as, you know, in this show. Um, Mm -hmm. And the same thing with um, the comment that was just this innocuous comment however i like jumped out of my seat and was like hawkeye during the movie because i it clicked that that's what she was referring to um also i have to you know appreciate that they are new york city is like really leaning into how much the avengers did for (laughs) the world (laughs) and also the city itself and so you know we have that plaque that that clint goes to that's you know commemorating all the avengers and Um, how Clint is being recognized out on the streets, which is probably blowing his mind because for 25 years, he was purposely not recognizable. Like that was his job was for people not to, but now he's getting like the Chinese food meal paid for himself, you know, and the LARPers are like, you're a Hawkeye. You know, everybody knows who Hawkeye is and nobody knew who Hawkeye was up until this point. So uh, I just found it all very interesting, but yes, she makes the comment. About the Statue of Liberty and then in Spider-Man, you see what that new and improved. And, you know, as much as I love me some Captain America, um, I got to say when that shield came down, I was okay with it. (laughs) I don't want it on the Statue of Liberty.
1: Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I thought it. it was so cool. I was like, they need to do that again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I'm with you,
0: Patty. I thought it was a little weird. Yeah, it's a little. It was a little weird. I mean, I think the shield was bigger than the statue. Like it was just, <laughs> it was a little. It was a little off-putting to me. So I was okay with it when it came crashing down. Um, all right. So, so yes, they have this fabulous conversation just over this casual mac and cheese dinner, and you know, Yelena straight up says, "I'm here to kill Clint Barton." That's what I'm here for.
1: And are you done with this mac and cheese? Because I'm going to put some hot sauce on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Got to put my stretch on it.
1: <laughs> she does reveal that she was hired by someone. Now we know at mm-hmm. the end of Black Widow, in the post credit scene, Contessa shows up to give her a file on Clint and say, oh, would you like some revenge on the man who killed your sister? So clearly, Eleanor went through Contessa to hire Yelena to kill Clint. That just tells you that if you didn't already figure it out, Contessa is not a good person.
2: Mm -hmm. And you think maybe that was the phone call that Eleanor made was to Contessa.
1: Yes, that was probably it because that's how Yelena shows up. Right. She was hired Um, or Kingpin made the phone call to Contessa either way contessa was involved and we all know she's a terrible person because i mean who else did she recruit the worst person in the world john walker ew hate i still hate him the character not the actor (laughs) i hate him um grills insists that hawkeye shouldn't spend christmas alone and offers him to stay on the couch he also has the new suits but clint doesn't want to see them that as you mentioned patty the larpers made them new suits um jack is taken into custody by police because eleanor called the cops on him because he's running a shell company although he's like i've never worked a day in my life and again like jack did come out as the surprise like likable character because even though he's stupid rich stuff like that you're like oh he's actually funny kind of like he it. was
2: so good <laughs>
1: He was just like, I've never worked a day in my life. I don't know what this means. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's the plaque that Patty mentioned that on this site in 2012, the Avengers first assembled. And I also was super excited to see Steve Rogers name listed first. Just saying. (laughs) Because it wasn't in alphabetical order. But Steve is the number one Avenger. Let's just be clear.
0: Well, he's that. the he's the hometown boy. I mean, he's also the he's first the Avenger. Yeah, that's right.
1: He's not Tony Stank.
0: Not Tony Stank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Clint has a very emotional he takes out his hearing aid or turns it off, and he has this very emotional conversation with like Natasha, like as 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 one does. Like you're grieving a loss. And you're kind of just talking to them as if they were next to you. And I guess this is where he felt really close to her in the city. Um, So I was like, oh, my God. Again, the way these shows are dealing with grief has just been so phenomenal. Like, way better than most TV shows deal with
2: Mm -hmm. grief. Mm -hmm.
1: So... Kate is blowing up Clint's phone, trying to tell him about everything from Yelena to Jack, which also made me laugh when the mailbox was
2: full. And <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm trying to talk to you.
1: Um, Hawkeye sends a message arrow to Maya via the tracksuit bro, saying that he wants her to meet Ronan back at the big guy auto. Clint calls Laura and again, Big guy is mentioned. She tells him she understands more than anyone ever could because ding, ding, ding. She used to be an agent. Clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, There's this fight between Ronan Clint and Maya at the fat man auto sales. It was a great, I liked it. It was a great stunt sequence. He unmasked himself to prove that this is who he really is. And he warns her to stay away from him and his family. And he also tells her, look, we're both the same weapons. And he reveals that it was her boss that he was tipped off by an informant who was sent by her boss because he wanted her father dead. Maya refuses to believe him, but clearly that seed is struck, right? And you're like, what? She was clearly curious. She goes Mm -hmm. to confront Kazi, who is literally the right-hand man, and wants to know why he wasn't at that meeting. Because, see, even though she didn't believe Clint in the moment, that makes you rethink about events. And it's like, well... You were missing. Where were you? And Kazi's like, I just never got the call. And I'm like, dude, that was like the worst lie on the like planet. Come on. Um, she clearly suspects him now, right? Because that was a terrible lie. When Kate goes to tell Clint about the woman in the mask, Clint knows Yelena, which is something I legit said to people on Twitter, because I was like, listen, you know. People are like, how would they be best friends if he never knew about Yelena? I'm like, I guarantee you he knew about Yelena, just like Nat knew about his family. She was the only Avenger, not surprised, other than Fury, you know, about Clint's family. So this proves it. He knows who Yelena is. And then Yelena gets a text, or Kate gets a text from Yelena about the person who hired her to kill Clint. And that person was her mother. And not only that, Yelena sends a picture of Eleanor with Kingpin to the rollout of your Amin one, Mr. Grinch. And I was like, oh, my God, the dun, best dun, use dun. of that song ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. And it was also great to have that confirmation that the big guy was Kingpin and we weren't going to have another Mephesto situation.
0: Yes, right, right. I was right. like,
1: thank you. Thank you for that. And, yeah, then we roll into the finale, which, as we've talked about, was just
0: really good. All right. So finale. We got the LARPers back. They're helping. There's a whole plan. Of course, it goes awry. Uh, We have the fight on the ice skating rink. It, it, around the tree at Rockefeller Center, uh, Kate takes down the tree, and there's an owl. I mean, <laughs> there was a lot going on with this finale. I will give it to them that they definitely packed a whole lot in there. Um, but I love the
1: trick arrows, like all the tr- and, the, the and, arrows that, and that she good. labeled them, and that she labeled them <laughs> this time,
0: so she knew what she was working with. Yeah, um, but what it comes comes down to, what was cool. We got some really great fight scenes. Um, We definitely got the Yelena and Clint discussion. And what I took from this is that a, she paused a beat and she listened to him. And in my heart, it's because she knew like, she makes the comment of you got to spend so much time with her. And that's when I think she paused and was like, you know, what, what would black widow do? Like, you know, she, this guy meant something to her. So at the very least, before I try to kill him, I should hear him out. And, um, and I took that as, you know, again, a, a good humanizing moment, but then also, you know, she wanted to know more about her sister and she, you know, d- she didn't get as much time together with her as I, I think she, obviously she, she wanted to. And hi, that's my dog. Um, <laughs> again not <laughs> editing so that's that's not that's my pizza non-pizza dog <laughs> um but i i really appreciated <sighs> so real. did he yeah uh, he agrees um i did appreciate you're not
1: talking about pizza dog enough that's what he right
0: that's saying. what it he is yeah. he's chiming in to, to tell me that yeah no i i definitely thought that they did a great job with um with that conversation is that you know she was so hot and bothered and was absolutely out to to hurt him but
2: it was a good moment of healing for both of them
0: yes he needed to talk it through with the only and maybe he was walking around with that guilt not just of what happened but the guilt of that towards you know towards yelena because he knew she came back from the snap with no knowledge of any of this. So it was a great, it was just, I liked it. I liked how that, that one, I was satisfied with how they wrapped it up and they made that one work. Um,
2: I actually texted Ashley as I was watching it because there was a line (laughs) in that finale that sent me over the edge. And like, I was crying like legitimate. Oh my gosh. This is when Clint looks at Kate and says, give them hell or let's give them hell. I think is what he said. Cause it was a mm-hmm. callback to Ultron where Black Widow is about to get off the Quinjet on her motorcycle. And he says, three, two, one, give them hell. And she mm-hmm. like comes out of the Quinjet. And I was like, Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Why? He has <laughs> some great lines in this one too. <sighs> I love when he's like, when Jack comes out with the sword <laughs> and he's like, so, he just got out of jail for being accused of murder with a sword. He's wearing a sword, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jack, literally that was the perfect use of weird flex, because <laughs> if there was textbook example of a weird flex, that was it. That was,
1: that was it. it. Yeah. Oh, God, I was cracking up when he was like, Oh, this is what we've been waiting for. Jackie boy or whatever. And he like t- starts <laughs> fighting. And the LARPers are like, uh, what about this guy? And she's like, well, He's on our side, but we, we should also wins. probably try to get him out of here, too. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that whole sequence. I was like, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. That was, it, was, it was owl. definitely good. He was cute. Yeah, but why?
1: <laughs> so it's um, actually based on a real story that was turned into a book about the owl and the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center.
0: Okay. That so was just kind of like another
1: Christmas uh
0: Tie in Three. whatever, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, okay, what cool. cool, cool, cool. It's cool.
1: not okay. Mephisto. Okay, I know people like, oh, who's the Al? Is it Mephisto? Harry it's Potter.
0: <laughs> Look, I mean, I still don't know who Mephesto is, but everything from here on out, I'm gonna be like, that's Mephisto, that's, that's Mephesto, that's Mephisto. I, yes, you know, and then when whenever, <laughs> whenever Mephisto does show up at some point, I'll be like, oh, well, that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> you're not what i expected you to be for twenty thousand years um (laughs) anywho yeah so yeah lots of good fights um lots of um healing moments we also had echo um and her moment uh talk about that a little bit so
1: echo has a very emotional moment as well she confronts Kazi and she wants him to leave with her so they can just go somewhere else and kind of have a you know, a new life. And he goes, I can't, you can, I can't, this is my life. You know, he's never gonna let me go. Um, and they end up fighting because he's more terrified of Kingpin than he is of hurting Maya. But Maya's stronger than him. So she ends up killing Kazi and she confronts Kingpin. Now, so for those who don't know, Kingpin is not a superhuman, he's not some sort of um, super powered villain. He's just incredibly strong and incredibly durable. Like he's a massive dude, right? So when she, like Kate shoots him with an arrow earlier, he just like knocks it aside. Like, what is this? Like, stop. Like she's like poking him or something. Like he doesn't really care. Doesn't face him. He gets hit by a car. He gets up. And like, yeah, he's limping a little bit from that, but he still is literally walking. Most of us would be like in the fetal position on the floor if we got hit by a car if not dead. Um, So when Maya confronts him and you know, it's about him killing her father, you know, he of course is like, Oh, we're family, you and I, and like all this other stuff. And then it zooms out and we don't see what happens, but we do hear a gunshot. And so if you're wondering why they brought Kingpin back just to kill him, did you see a body? He's likely not dead. It happens in the comics. She literally shoots him at point blank range in the comics. He becomes temporarily blind. And then again, he's healed because why? Because comics, (laughs) comic physics, they don't make sense.
0: It never does.
1: It never does. He's fine. Yeah. Even I
0: (laughs) was, yeah, even I was like, Oh, that man ain't dead. It's cool.
1: No, there's there's literally no way he's dead, and and Maya's getting her own show, Echo. So I'm sure we'll see him again. I'm sure we'll see Daredevil again mm-hmm. in that show because Daredevil and Echo have a a thing. So
0: like a romantic thing. Um, I do.
1: I, yeah, I think they do end up in a relationship at one point. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, it'll be interesting, but he's not dead. <laughs> so there's that. Okay. Yeah. I loved all the different trick arrows that we got. Um, we got another PIM arrow, but this arrow shrunk the truck instead of yeah. it yep, up. Yep, and then yep. I love the line about she's like, "Um, what about these guys?" He's like, eh, "I don't know. I should probably ask Scott." I was like, oh, "I'm dead." <laughs> but the owl took the truck away as they're like screaming <laughs> inside. I was like, "Oh God!"
0: <laughs> Again, the owl. But okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah. So the fight wraps everything up, um, from this perspective, like all of the, you know, the, the side fights and, and whatever get wrapped up, at least in my perspective, we've got Echo and Kingpin had their moment. Echo and Kazi had their moment. We had, um, Uh, Clint and Yelena have their moment. Jack turns out to be an all right guy and definitely handy with the sword, which was helpful in all of this fight scenes. (laughs) Um, And mom gets arrested and hauled off to jail. Yep. As she should be. I mean, sorry, Kate, but your mama, your mama did wrong. So that left us with Clint finally showing up at his house for Yay, Christmas, Christmas with his family. <laughs> he made it. He missed movie night. Um, had to do that with uh, with Kate instead. He missed, you know, ugly sweater night, all that good stuff, but um, he made it. Now, the only thing I had in my head, just because, and maybe this is addressed in um, comics at some point, was I couldn't help but feel for Lila, that, maybe she would feel like she was being replaced by Kate or Kate was interloping on things. And not that Lila would be mad about it, except for the idea of like, I finally get my dad after all of these years. And she and her dad appear to be pretty tight. And then there's this interloper who's, better than she is. And I don't know that she is, but appear, you know, she's the best archer in the world. Right. Um, appears to be, you know, better than Lila at a lot of things or whatever. So I had this weird moment of father daughter complications and whatever. And obviously that this is me going deep into whatever my own psyche. I don't know. We can talk about that in therapy, but, (laughs) um, definitely something like triggered, In that scene, am I the only one that had any concerns about the Barton kids when this extra person shows up uh, for Christmas?
1: (laughs) I mean, I, Lila's not, as far as I can know, as I remember, Lila's not a comic character.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: It's always been Kate
0: that takes over. Okay. That was so, my question. Okay. So that helps. So when we just saw, one of those, what was yeah. that in end game where he's teaching her? Yeah. Yeah. So and when, he even when, calls her like Hawkeye. He's like, yeah. that's a way to go. Right. So when yeah. he did
1: that, everybody was like, Oh, you know, obviously is she going to be like, take the place of Kate Bishop. And, but they ended up actually bringing in it in the real Kate Bishop. So I, I, I didn't think anything of it because I'm like, well, it was always supposed to be Kate anyway, not Lila. But gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well,
0: I don't know. Helps. Maybe Lila
1: would be excited to have another girl in the house, you know? Well, another I mean, they sister, could, yeah, yeah they the could bride. totally
0: be, yes, it could go either way. You know, Lila might be a better person than me and I did not be looking at her as competition, <laughs> but be like, oh, it's the big sister I never had, you know, and kind of thing. So we'll see. Oh, wait a minute. Stop. I'm sorry, y'all. I made the mistake. I pulled up Twitter. Oh, boy. This, is, this has to be.
1: Oh, Is no. this
0: photoshopped? Yes, Probably. it's photoshopped. Never mind. I won't get excited. It's photoshopped. <laughs> Somebody photoshopped a picture of Tom Holland, Zendaya, and Zendaya's dog all wearing ugly Christmas sweaters. And I was just <laughs> about to die laughing. But it's. Because if you don't know, Patty's obsessed with Tom Dea. If you missed the last episode, I'm very <laughs> obsessed with Tom Dea. But um, but yeah, no, it's clearly Photoshopped. Because when you zoom in, you can see like the mistakes that were made. But at first <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that's interesting. <laughs> I can't say that I was really excited to see it. I was just more shocked to see it. All right. Sorry, putting the phone down. Um <laughs> <laughs> um so yes so now they're back and that's when laura he's like oh by the way here's your christmas present and he hands over the watch now is there any significance to the watch other than it just being her old watch like is it a special watch does it do cool things does it have a you know trick arrows hidden inside Uh the watch that shoot out like what's up with the watch why do we care about this watch other than it was just a method of bringing laura laura's backstory to the forefront
1: I think that's really all it was. I don't mm-hmm. see... It's not like a Tony Stark, you know, nanotech Wakanda-level watch. It right. looks like It's just a regular Rolex. Okay. Um, okay. So I think it was merely just to bring round that story and confirm that Laura was, in fact, um, Agent 19 Mockingbird at one point and that she no longer is. And I don't know if we'll get anything of that because, like, Clint's passing down the Hawkeye title... Sam has picked up the Captain America title. Titles can change hands. I don't know if that means that we're going to get another Mockingbird and
2: Mm. Laura will
1: be the one to train that one to bring them in. Or if it's just a fun nod to kind of be like, yes, Laura, like in the comics, Clint's wife is an agent. She's a superhero. And then that's where they're going to leave it. So, Well, it's
0: also... Kind of nice, though, for those of us that live in reality world, it gives an explanation for why Laura was so cool about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're not cool about it. Uh, You know, at some point you would be annoyed and just be like, you know, get your booty home or quit promising that you're coming home. Your choice. (laughs) those are the two options pick one. Right. Um, so yes, this might've just, this might've also been that, that mechanism to kind of explain why she's so cool. Um, but you know, I'd be yeah, absolutely Linda Carnelli. I mean, who wouldn't be down to seeing her like take on a more active role again in some way, shape or form. Um, I love her. I love her. So I, I'd be down with it, but we'll see what Marvel has up its sleeves. Cause we don't know yet. Loved it. All right. Uh, So we've all agreed this is something we'll revisit. This is something we enjoyed enough to, you know, want to watch again in the future. And, you know, it left open just enough doorways for growth and more spider webbing out of things to come. Like obviously we have the echo um, series that has been announced. So we know that that's coming um, it will tie in with this? It, well, it's definitely going to tie in. I mean, I'm all, it's definitely going to, like I know, but I assume it will tie <laughs> in with this. I assume King Penn will be back. I am very curious though, because they made a point of Charlie Cox and daredevil showing up in Spider-Man. And then as you've pointed out, there's a connection to him with King pen and there's a connection to him with Maya in the comics. Like, Feige doesn't say things without purpose. And I said this from the beginning when that um when that interview came out and he said, you know, if Daredevil makes an appearance in the MCU, it will absolutely be, you know, a Charlie Cox Daredevil, which is what happened a week later <laughs> when Spider-Man <laughs> came out. Um, but it also makes me wonder if he's also prepping us to see more of him, like, is he going to show up in the echo series? Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, there's rumors now that he's going to be there. I would also, I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in she Hulk. I mean, she, Mm, she is a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Um, Obviously he's got connections to Spider-Man at this point. So yeah, I, and people love Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock And Uh uh that bit of a tease of him catching the brick in no way home, (laughs) which I love. It's because I'm a really good lawyer. Um, That was such a great tease to be like, I cannot wait to see him in action on both the tv screen but also eventually also in a big screen situation yeah 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 yeah. it's gonna be a lot of i can't a lot of
0: good good stuff that's coming out so if you hadn't had a chance yet to see spider-man sorry we just spoiled a lot of stuff for you possibly but go see it anyway (laughs) because it's it's been out for like
1: two weeks now which is forever (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's That's on
1: you then (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, yeah um and it's it's so worth it. Even if you think, you know, everything that's going to happen, it's still the the acting and the moments that it happens in. It's the payoff is there. Even if you knew in advance that it was coming because I knew in advance, all of it was coming because that's who I am. I read all the spoilers and um, I still was blown away and just, I love it so much. Um, anywho. So yeah, that's, that's definitely something to go check out. We have a lot to look forward to um, in 2022 with the, the Marvel series. They're going to continue sending some really good stuff our way. Uh, what movies do we have Marvel wise that are supposed to come out? Multiverse I know. Of madness. Right. I'm so that's that one's going to be <laughs> a biggie. Yeah. Um, which is uh, i I was probably one of the few people who really dug Doctor Strange from the get go like I thought it was um I thought he was just such a fascinating character, so when his movie came out i I was all in I liked that movie, so the more and more we've seen of him, I think he's growing on people, so I can't wait to see what happens in this um in this in this next version of of him, and then we have um why am I drawing blanks? Like the love Marvels. Thunder.
1: The problem yeah. is, is that we we've, we've gotten a lot of release dates, and then things have but they've changed
0: everything. That's exactly what my. That's why I'm like having a heart Anyway, I'll pull it up somewhere, and I'll remember at some point and put it in show notes if I can. But, um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot c- coming out from movie perspective, and then there's a couple of series that are supposed to be coming out next year too, right? She Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight. Secret Are those invasion, our next three? I think,
1: might be next year, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, I things do keep yeah. getting shifted, but we'll just have to see what happens. But a lot of fun stuff out there. And, you know, anything cool happening, I will probably, you know, talk these girls into coming back on the podcast and popping in from time to time because it is no fun to fangirl girl anything marvel alone um so (laughs) definitely uh keep keep paying attention to what is going on out there in the mcu and if you want to come talk to us about it you can find all three of us we hang out in the marvel moms uh facebook group you don't have to be a mom to join feel free to come pop over there and hang out with us if you also like to nerd out about a little bit of marvel and uh We will be back with the next whatever big thing. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about Book of Boba Fett. We'll have to see how we all feel um, rolling into the new year as far as the main issue right now is the reason why this particular podcast hasn't been as uh, regular is just time. Like, who has time? I mean, we, we have time to talk about it but it's the time to edit it the time to like schedule all three of us together or, you know, anyway. So I will just admit to you guys, I know it has not been very um, consistent this year. I cannot and will not promise that that's going to change into 2022. However, please feel free to reach out. If you have something that you want us to talk about, um, let me know because that's actually how we ended up talking about Hawkeye. I think all of us were just, you know, We were okay with like letting it go. And it's not because we didn't like Hawkeye, just timing, right? But um, I actually had uh, Jen. Hi, Jen. How are you doing? Jen reached out and she was just like, I need you ladies to talk about some Hawkeye for me. It's a little late. I know you've already seen it all, Jen, but I hope that you joined us Mm -hmm. and got a little bit of your Hawkeye nerdom on. All right. Um, Again, no fun to fangirl alone. Come join us and we will talk to you guys real soon. Bye, y'all. Happy
1: New Year, guys. Bye. (laughs)